12 to 1. 12 to 1. You know what word comes to mind when you think of that? Hmm? Pathetic. You guys were brought here to play hockey. What about you? What about me, Jesse? Coach Stanson knew everything about us. They were ready for us. Yeah, and you spend your time driving around in convertibles, talking to all those sponsor fools. Or hanging with the Iceland lady. We saw you two Saturday night. Eating ice cream with the enemy, huh, Coach? Ice cream with the enemy. Ice cream with the enemy. Hey, hey, what I do is none of your business. Is that clear? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, Bob Bay, you want to go? Ice cream with the enemy. Can you believe that? Should have picked Coach Riley. Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew. I'm here with my friend, Badway. What's up? This is our movie podcast. You know the drill by now. Visit our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. We're on Twitter at The Last Row Pod. Check us out on Facebook. Head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you like what we do. Thank you to everybody that's done so. So far, much appreciated. Let's jump right into it, bad way. I'm so excited for this episode. I got my, got my Hawks jersey on. Did you see this? I got, I got my Hawks hoodie. You literally do. You have a Hawks hoodie on. I got this uh, Christmas one year from our good friend Hot Hands. Hopefully, he's listening. So we're doing Mighty Ducks 2, D2, colon, the Mighty Ducks. It's got a colon. That's a weak colon, though. We yeah, can that, do better than that, can't we? It's pretty weak. D2, colon, Mightier Ducks? D- yes. D2, colon, Ducks quack together, Ducks fly together, D2, colon... Bombay... USA versus the world. <laughs> D- D2, Bombay's banging some more moms. <laughs> Deal. 1994, Rotten Tomato, 21%, IMDb, 5.9%, directed by Samuel Wiesman, or Wiseman. An international competition for junior league hockey teams is being held in Los Angeles. Coach Gordon Bombay is picked to lead Team USA. He reunites the Mighty Ducks, the team misfits he once coached to victory. This time, crass sports promoter Tibbles, Tibbles? Was that his name? Terrible name. I don't remember that name. Tempts the Ducks to cash in on their fame in lieu of practicing. But the team eventually gets back into training and takes on Iceland and their violence-prone coach, Wolf the Dentist Stanson. The Dentist Drew. He's, I gotta tell you, Coach Riley's got some uh, competition here. <laughs> coach Riley has got some competition. I mean, when we're, we're doing uh, villain hockey coaches here, it's definitely, that's definitely a one-on-one match, matchup for the ages. We'll, we'll get into stance a little bit later on. If anybody was following our Twitter account in the lead-up to this, you could tell I got a little excited watching this movie. I posted a oh, couple yeah. vines. Yeah. I posted a couple Snapchats. I was very excited about Wolf the Dentist stance. Oh, yeah. There, there was definitely some lead up now. Um, if you remember, if you recall, our listeners, our very first ever episode from way back in November of 2014. It feels like forever ago, yes, isn't it? Uh, ours, we were so young. We were so innocent. We've grown wiser in our years. From now, we had zero listeners back then. Now we have like 12 so yeah. like we're really we're really going somewhere don't, with this. Don't get too generous with yeah. this. I think we might have like eight. You think twelve is too high? Twelve might be too much. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, so when we last left the Mighty Ducks, Gordon Bombay was getting on that bus to go to Dallas. Or was it Dallas or was it? I don't know. Wherever no, he, he was, was trying out for one of the Minnesota was it was minor it, league teams. Oh, because I'm thinking Dallas Stars. No, because because Mike Madonna because it was the Minnesota Stars back then. Mike Madonna knew that he killed it in Pee Wee yeah. hockey. 
He's like, yo, you killed it in Pee Wee Hockey. Yeah. Let me know if you want to try out sometime. <laughs> you, sc- you scored 172 you know goals back in 1978. He cashed in on that tryout. Yeah. Did he call Mike Madonna? Is he that what it have. was? Was he like, yo, Mike, uh, I'm ra- remember that tryout you told me and, about? And Madonna was like, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, I wasn't really serious, but I guess you could come that try out. That was definitely <laughs> an empty gesture yeah, tryout. Sure. Yo, bro. Yeah, come on. Hey, man, you killed it in Pee Wee Hockey. Mm. You want to try out? Sure. So so how did he do? We first seed we we see him up against the the bigs of the littles. Which is like sixteen year old phenoms. Yeah. And he's twenty nine years old, which yeah. doesn't even add up. So he's a twenty nine year old playing sixteen year olds with GEDs. How did he fare? I well, listen, he hasn't actually like skated in a competitive <laughs> format since he was probably eleven years old. And he's going to this tryout like he's actually gonna make it. Yeah. And I Dude, he actually, he did make the minor league team is what they showed. Yes. Now, I know in our previous episode, if you're listening, it might be painful for you to listen to it now, but it's not that bad. We talked about him maybe having a trucker family across the college, across the uh, the country, excuse me. You know, and I didn't actually believe that he was actually going to try out. Yes. Yeah, so well, it looks like he did make this told team. Told us wrong. It looks like he does make the team. Yeah. And... He's going up against these speedy kids, like you said, with GEDs. Yeah. I mean, you know how minor league hockey works. You know how these feeder teams work. These guys are like 16 years oh, old. Yeah. And I don't think he could compete. But he gets his basically bell rung, his knee. It's like the uh, the sound when they play the electric guitar. <laughs> when uh, Chet Stedman throws his arm out. In, uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put this, if I can put the sound effect in here, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's like he gets completely crushed by these people. Right. Has to... Hang it up. Yeah, so he gets he gets double teamed and crunched at the boards and somehow hurts his knee, which I guess whatever. It looked kind of like a cheap shot. Yeah. So what I think happened was maybe so he was having a good little run there, right? And then the day before, like right before that game started, he got news that Charlie's mom remarried. Which, oh man, which we find out firsthand from Charlie later on in the, in the movie. Yeah. And that kind of like got him, got him off his game a little bit. His head wasn't on a swivel, right? Yeah. So then he got crunched. He le- he left her to go play for this. I team. know it was his fault. Hey, he the one that got away, right? I wonder um, if that was supposed to be in the movie, or it was like they couldn't get this lady back they for the sequel. Back, yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, we better write her out. So, so he he claims he was like he was one step away from making it to the pros. Is that realistic? No, because if could you imagine if he actually made it? Yeah. What would he be like a fourth a fourth line like yeah. winger that maybe is a healthy scratch yeah, no, every game? He's a healthy scratcher for sure. Oh he, yeah, he's gonna be a healthy scratch every game. He's not even an enforcer. He's yeah. like a speedy. He's like a crappy version of like Danny Briere. Like he's yeah. small and speedy. Yeah, like if Mike Madonna comes down with the flu and has to miss a game, he'd come up and he'd, he'd play a game. Otherwise, he'd be on a scratch. But he probably would get ten minutes a game, you yeah. know, of ice oh, time. Yeah. yeah, if that. Yeah, he'd be in the checking line. He, you know, he would play some defense. No real chance of scoring. The real stars are are, are getting a uh, a breather there. You know who was missing from this movie? I know, I know what you're going to say, and it blew my freaking mind. You texted me when we were watching this. We watched it separately. I haven't seen this movie in a long time because, honestly, they show the first one and they show the third one a lot. It's true. But they don't show the second one on TV really ever. Never. I could not believe it when I saw our friend the ghost was missing. Hans. Yeah, it's Hans. I thought it was Hans that picked him up from his injury on the off of the bus. I was like, oh, there's Hans in the car. But then he, like, briefly, like, called him Yod or something like that. And I was like, wait a minute. I had to rewind. I literally yeah. had to physically rewind it. I was like, holy shit. Hans is not in this movie. I thought Hans was in all three of them. Yeah, me too. Turns out Hans is in the first and third one. This one is our, the twin brother Yod. Is that twin or is it a younger brother? Doesn't matter. I, it's, it's some some relation. Doesn't freaking matter. You, know, you normally say yeah. no relation, but definitely relation. They couldn't get Hans for the second. He must have been making some 
some kind of something. We movie. used to joke about Hans being a figment of his imagination. Yeah. I feel like Jan is just another so aspect of his personality. This is just proof that Hans isn't real. Yeah. That, you know, he comes and picks him up. You know, he got that injury he's on some painkillers. Maybe he's still drinking. Yeah. We, we know he's had a problem well, with the booze. We know Jan is real because he actually did speak to another human in this movie. He and did, he and did. it was reciprocated. Yeah. So it wasn't a sixth sense type situation. He had, he so, had human contact. Yeah. yeah. So he did have human contact <laughs> in this one. But what is he going to do now? So he's he's out of his game. Yeah. He's got to go back. He's, he's sharpening skates. What's he doing? He's selling sticks. He's out his of Life he, is a mess. Apparently he forgot that he has a law degree. And he's he a successful drinking? lawyer. Was he drinking? <laughs> he's probably he probably tried to get his lawyer job back, but like they just threw him out because he smelled. He he reeked. He was of reeking Jameson of, of liquor. Yeah, so like he he had to have gotten kicked out of the law firm. He crawled back, didn't make it. So now he's sharpening skates. He's in the shop sharpening yeah. those skates. Yeah, and who comes in? Tibbles. Tibbles from the Hendricks Hockey. I read that thing and now I know his name is Tibbles. Yeah, I didn't even know his name was was Tibbles. So Mr. Mr. Hendricks Hockey, Mr. Mr. Greaseball Salesman, coming to have Coach Bombay coach the Junior Goodwill Games USA hockey team. Does this make sense to you, Drew? It didn't to me. No, because let's just break it down for a second. Yeah. Who is who is Gordon Bombay? Right. Let's break down his career. He's an ex-lawyer right. who almost got fired for drinking too much. Drunk driving. Coached up maybe half a season of, like, okay hockey. No, no. Half a season of embarrassing hockey and half a season of lightning up the ass. Yeah. Light, lightning in a bottle, horseshoe up the ass. Right. Stretch run. Right. Like any team could possibly make. The ragtag group gets one season of the glory. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down for a second. He is a terrible coach. Yeah. He has awful coaching methods, which we'll get to <laughs> in a second. He is a quitter. Yes. He is a jerk. Yes. And when I say he's a jerk, I mean he was a, he was a nice little boy when he grew up. Yeah. Then he became a jerk because of Coach Riley. Right. And he became a jerk and stayed a jerk throughout. Once a hawk, always a hawk. Yes, exactly. Throughout his entire career, till he met some kids. Coached up like six games and was turned yeah. into a nice guy. Uh-huh. Had a tryout. Comes back. He's down on his luck. He he's probably still a jerk. Yeah, he was more a jerk than he was not a jerk. So let's just put that. So out. we're in agreement that he's still on the booze in this movie, even Absolutely. though they don't show it. But we know he right? is hitting the bottle, yeah. dude. He's depressed. He's yeah. got no job. Right. He's definitely hitting the bottle. Yeah. This dude comes and approaches him, and says, "Look, man, your buddy Jan, not Hans." has been calling me, telling me that you're so great. Telling me that you're great. We need you to coach this team. You're the face of our brand. We want you to be the face of our brand. Now, would you want this guy as the face of your brand, Badway? No, even even on paper, just, just the one year of peewee hockey experience, it's not enough to coach the Goodwill Games. Just just off of the word of some Jan, some guy named Jan in, in, a, in America. <laughs> some guy named we call him Jan. Jan in America, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, a skate, uh, right. like he has a hockey shop. Yeah. He's not even the owner. He's taking and, it over while Hans is on a, a a trip. Yeah, and, and then even then, even the poor decision of Tibbles over here, he's like, yeah, well maybe. And then he tells him how rich he's gonna make him, and he's like, hell yeah, let's do this, right? Did I not say he was a jerk? He's a sellout, dude. You saw those dollar signs in his eyes. Oh yeah. Now let me ask you another question. This dude is a lawyer. Now I don't know if he was drunk when he signed the contract. He didn't even read it. The guy's like, oh, yeah. this is great. It's gonna make you a lot of money. 
Uh-huh. He's like sign on the bottom line, and he signed right in the limo. Yeah. Well, he's, been, like, he's, he's been out of practice a long time, Drew. And once again, he's he's just drunk while he's, he's probably, signing the contract. Right? He, he has to probably, be. Could you imagine being wasted, drunk, sharpening skates? <laughs> that's that's got to be a dangerous. But the thing occupation. is, though, I'm not trying to make light of alcoholism or anything like that. But when you when you're when you're that deep, you could you could function as an alcoholic. Like, so they could actually you start to function because well, you need it to be right. Yes, then. right, like, exactly. He's actually drunk without it. Yes, that's that's what he. <laughs> so, that's where Bob Bay's at right now. Anyway. So yeah, he turns into a sellout, just like in the first that first movie. He's having conversations with the enemy um, that was causing controversy. The first one, this one, he's going out on, on ice cream dates with the Iceland enemy. Is, is that what they call it these days? He, he had ice cream with her. He <laughs> took her out for ice cream. It's none of your damn business. All right. I, I, I mean, this is a PG movie, but yeah. you know, he he took her out for ice cream. Bad way. That's so, what he did. He he uh he goes through a metamorphosis as as the dollar signs get bigger. He goes from tracksuit to uh denim sports coat to khaki sports coat to full on slick back hair baller two thousand dollar suit, and his coaching gets worse and worse and worse as his bank account gets bigger and bigger and bigger Listen, and bigger. You can tell a lot about somebody by their hairstyle. Okay, <laughs> now when you know you've got Wolf Stanson with this slick back hockey hair. Yeah. I mean. Barry Melrose has that slick back mullet. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a villain. Yeah. But it's that hockey hair, right? Yeah, no, it's the, the hockey hair, hair is legit. Yeah, like Bob Bay has the hockey hair. The Wolf has the hockey hair. And um, Banksy definitely yeah, has Banks the hockey hair. You know Banks is going to be a good player because he has the hockey hair. Yeah, Charlie's still got still got that Lego hair. Yeah, yeah. He, Charlie's he still not. got the Lego hair. He, if he wants to up his hockey game, he needs to get a haircut or, but, or, or hairstyle. But the worse he gets, the more like the wetter his hair gets. <laughs> like the 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 more of a villain that Bombay is turning into. Yeah. Like his hair is oh, just yeah. dripping grease oh, and ab- wet. Yeah, absolutely. I think Jan says to him, like, what'd you do? Just get out of the shower? Are you yeah. wet? What happened? So so he cares less about game plans and more about his air bombays, right? So, so let's talk about the shoe deal for the air bombay now. Once once I heard the word air bombay, like I, I dropped everything. I literally I had, took it down in my note right yeah, away. Like I had to like envision this Air Bombay thought, am I a possible, am I in the market for something like this? So would you buy this? I, I had to think to myself. So it's marketed as a loafer. It's not a tennis shoe. It's a loafer. It's not a sneaker, but it's a street shoe. And you can have a puck logo on it. So it's kind of like, you know, a penny loafer. You put the penny in the little slot. Like they'll give you little, little uh, tiny little pucks, little pucks. And you put the puck in your slot. Or is it like the pumps where you got yeah. the little basketball? Yeah. Like you have little pump? hockey things, but, but it's gotta be casual. It's gotta be dressy and it's marketed for, to children, kids who want to be coaches one day. So is it like when you have your kid and you put your kid in like a little suit, but you put on air bomb days yeah, too? Absolutely. Like they have like the little sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, oh yeah, you know what? You got to wear that terrible wool sweater that's scratching yeah. the shit out of you. But oh yeah, here were this, we're the loafers. It's like the kid in Little Giants who uh, comes up with the annex of Puerto Rico, annexation of Puerto Rico. He's, you know, wearing, he's drawing up the plays like that kid would wear the air bomb days. He's wearing air bomb days. Yeah. <laughs> I is, that, to- is that something you'd be interested in buying or is that just not in your market? That is not in my it's market. It's kind of a terrible idea. It's huh? not in my market. Kind of, it's and kind of a bad idea. He's telling Kareem Abdul Jabbar about how yeah. great it is, and he's just like, all right, buddy. All right. And that was at like the height of his like sell-outness. Oh, yeah. He was like hanging out at this swanky pad. That's on the how beach. that's how in his own head he was. But see, he just reaffirmed to me who he was. Like he was that guy. He's a cake eater. They let it out of him. Yeah. The guy Hendrix comes up to him and or whatever his name is, Tipper, whatever. <laughs> I don't Tip- know what his name Tibbles. is. Tibbles. Tibbles. <laughs> 
Tipper Tibbles comes up to him. It's like it's a dog's name. Here's a, it's the Al Gore's wife's name too. <laughs> it's it's just like he let it out of him. Like this is what was inside of Bombay. Yeah. yeah. He unleashed the beast. Look, Jesse knew all the time he's a cake eater. He knew it, and like he, he truly is. I hated Jesse in the last yeah. movie, but let me tell you, Jesse's keeping it real. He's yeah. keeping it real in this movie. Keeps it real. He still keeps it yep. real. And I like him. I I turned the corner yeah. on Jesse. So he gets so way far out there. Um. They have one loss, and he completely turns on the team, right? Throws them all under the bus. Next game comes, he's gone, right? Oh, he, he bolts, dude. He's got to find himself. Well, it takes like a pep talk from, from Jan to get back in the game. But this is how bad of a coach he is, how weak-willed he is. He takes one loss, blames it on his kids, then goes away. The kids almost have to forfeit the game and are eliminated from the tournament. If it wasn't for the tutor. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the tutor. So, so, and he comes back at halftime. They're already winning the game, or it's tied or whatever, without him, right? He comes back with the lamest apology ever. He tells him, I'm sorry, this, that, the other thing, I wasn't listening to you. And he ends the apology with the two magic words. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Anytime anybody asks you, pleads you to believe them, don't freaking believe them. Because if they have to ask you to believe them, they're lying to your face. Believe me. Believe me. I, I know. know. I know. <laughs> believe believe me, me. I know. I mean, Donald Trump knows about believe me. So. No, but I, I think that's the truth. Like, can you, what kind of tournament is this? Because I never, I don't know, the, are the Junior it's Google the junior Games? the Junior Goodwill Games. But is, it a re, is that a real thing? I think it is. And I, I think shouldn't. It, I think I, it's fairly popular. See, I should know about this, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. Because I'm not cultured. Yes. But <laughs> I will say, I guess it's part of the Olympics or sort of like the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. Who the hell's managing this thing that he can just get on the bench in the middle of the game and start <laughs> coaching this game up? Like, this guy comes in. He's probably drunk still. He's still drunk. Yeah, by the way, he is still drunk when he apologizes. You can smell the Jameson from the screen. He was busy rollerblading at, at, the, <laughs> at the boardwalk in the shortest shorts ever in the sunset. He's rollerblading yeah. out there. Um, when's the last time you saw somebody rollerblading bad way? 2001 maybe <laughs> can you can you rollerblade like can you bust out the well, rollerblades well, no, right well, now we, we don't live on the beach so <laughs> maybe like, in southern california they still rollerblade maybe can you bust out the rollerblades right now like you know like, can you, know, you buy them are they on the shelf at dick sporting goods i don't, I don't even think they sell them i haven't <laughs> i haven't seen you gotta go to play it again sports i have you gotta get them all second hand the brake is all worn down yeah no i haven't seen rollerblades i haven't actually seen <laughs> rollerblading in a really long time and that, not that you couldn't do it yeah but i just haven't seen it i haven't really like i think i would feel weird it just reminds me of napoleon dynamite's brother like rollerblading on yeah. the back of the car well that's that it shows the datedness of the movie speaking of rollerblading did you ever have that game it was sega genesis game yeah it was called skitchen no dude it was like road rash with rollerblades <laughs> it was if, if anyone knows about this game, please yeah. tweet us or email us at the last row pod, the last row podcast at gmail.com. I loved this game growing up. <laughs> it was road rash with rollerblades and you would skitch on the back of the cars. They call it skitching. Yeah, skitching. And then you could pick up like, like chains and, and whips and stuff. It was stuff hardcore. To like hardcore rollerblading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and I remember the, the cartridge had this like yellow like indentation on it. It was an awesome game. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, yeah. please write in because yeah. I thought it was awesome. Anyway, I don't know if you can buy rollerblades, but yeah. he definitely had them and he so, was rollerblading on the sunset in beach. So yeah, but, but the kids totally called him out on his shit though about being a bad coach, especially after the first Iceland loss where he was just ripping them as as we uh, as we mentioned in our, in our intro, as, as was played in our intro. 
they were they called him out on it. Like you were out there getting ice cream with the enemy. You didn't even game plan. We didn't even have a game plan. You could have been scouting the team. Otherwise, you're, you're scouting this hot blonde. That's did, all he was scouting. Did Stanson send her out as a decoy? See, here's my theory: is that there's more to this plot that we see in the movie, but it was cut at, on the editing, editing floor. I can't believe this movie was almost two hours. Actually, yeah, that's too. why they had to cut it. I feel like we we talked about this in our in our production notes here. That there was no love interest in this movie. He went for ice cream with this girl. That was it. And he, and he kissed the tutor on the cheek after the one game. It was a little mild. Yeah, a little mild. It was, it was, it was very G-ish. So there was no romantic involvement here. I feel like maybe there was a bigger subplot with that, with that Icelandic girl. They just cut it for all, all the editing. Floor. You know what the problem was? was that? Neither of them had kids. Yes. And you know he's got a thing for mobs. He's got a thing for mobs. It's just not doing it. Or for was him. he was he still in a state of mourning after finding, finding <laughs> was, out that Charlie's mom had was taken? He his he heart was it. taken by another. He blew it. Knee, he blew his knee too. Yeah. That's the other thing. He blew his knee and he blew his heart. That's true. So No, I before we move on to the kids, because I just want to talk about some of his coaching methods. And I know this bleeds in. It's it's tough to tackle this one because I think there's a lot to talk about. But yeah. Some of his crappy coaching methods. You remember in the first one, uh-huh. in the first movie. He ties up Goldberg to the net and yes. has them fire pucks at him. That was a that was good though. Listen, he was scared of the puck until that day. You can't do that this day. Well, that's child Maybe abuse. Maybe in ninety two, yeah, it's child abuse. But in, in ninety two, you could you could punch the kid in the face and they yeah. wouldn't even care. This, you know, then he then he screwed up the Zamboni driver's job and put eggs all over the ice. <laughs> this one, he's tying them up with ropes, right. asking them to skate around. Do you want to fall with somebody kicking their ice skate in your face? No, they're gonna break an arm. Because you're not going to be able to brace yourself. He has the the stereotypical Dallas guy drive around, <laughs> I mean, skate around and lasso people. <laughs> you know, he's got them line dancing. Rodeo Robertson. And he has them rollerblading. Again, rollerblading. Rollerblading. Rollerblading yeah. behind a golf cart. Now, what what is that? What kind of motivation is that? It, like, they didn't do any legitimate training. Is, is this is this the Chip Kelly of hockey coaches? The, he has he no try, idea what he's doing, does he? He tried to reinvent the game. Yeah, he has no idea what he's doing. And this is our coach. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, he's got unorthodox methods, but trust me, believe me, it works. Yeah, he's coaching the. These are, he's supposed to be coaching the best young hockey players in America. You think Julie the cat got there and she's like, who is this? That's Joker? what I'm saying. Who they, is this? They think this guy's an amateur yeah. because these are the best players, and and we're gonna get into it right now because the team is made up of mostly mighty ducks. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, that's coach. That's our coach. Complete but, nepotism. Yeah. And, but the but the new cast are like, who is this guy? He has no idea what to do. Well, they're like, a poor. I can't. I can't stop. Please teach me. And he doesn't care. He's like, oh, whatever. You, yeah, you'll, you'll learn. learn. I just yeah. crash to the boards. You're fine. Or he like rolls his eyes when he crashes to the boards. Teach the poor kid how to stop. He does. He has unorthodox methods. The players he has are amateurs. Yeah. The new ones that are coming in, they're all, you know, really the guy, Mendoza is the only one that really has a flaw because yeah. he can't stop. The other guys can play. Well, I, I could give you flaws with all but, of them. But they can play. All, yeah, they can all play. I mean, that guy, like, is is missing a functional piece of his game. Yeah. That's like, oh, you can't, you can't puck handle. Like, you can't shoot. All you're going to do is... T- you know, check people. Yeah, but hey, you could you could take a shot and then just you get injured. But you could you could affect the game with your blazing speed. But let's jump into the let's right. jump into the roster. Let's Tell get me into the players. Who are the returning guys? So and girls. The returning champion ducks are Averman. I forget his first name. Don't kill me on that. Bill Averman. Bill. No, oh, it's terrible. I, I don't it's know. not Bill. I made it. Up. <laughs> Chevy. Chevy Averman. Goldberg. Go- Gold Goldberg. We got Banksy. We That's got, such a hockey thing yeah. to do. Well, if you put a put a Y next to any name, then it's a hockey name. Charlie. Like you got A V, you got Goldie, you got Banksy, Jesse. You got, you got Charlie. 
You got Jesse, uh, who his brother is not there. Yeah, what happened to him? His dad wouldn't let him play. Couldn't cut it. His dad, his dad didn't want, didn't want both of his sons to play. I don't know. Uh, you got Connie. She's back. Um, Guy. Connie and Guy are an item, by the way. Guy? Yeah. Guy uh, Germano. Guy Germain. Germano. <laughs> or, or Hermano, you know. And we got Fulton. Fultony? Yeah. Fulty. Fultzy. We got Fulty. Fultzy. Yeah. Uh, still a rocket shot as ever. So the Ducks that have left the team, Terry Hall, the younger brother of Jesse. You got Tommy and Tammy, Duncan. Um, Tommy, skaters, Tommy right? was Pete and Pete. And Tammy was the figure, skate, figure, figure skater girl. Carp was the fat kid who had no skill. He just played pranks all the time. He went to fat camp yeah. with Ben Stiller. He did. Actually, he did. He went, <laughs> he went to heavyweights fat camp. Yeah, he went to heavyweights. And uh, Pete, the locker room cancer, the little punk. Oh, that was the kid with that, the leather jacket, right? Yeah, the kid with the leather jacket was wisecracking and tried to break the team up with his locker room cancer antics. That kid thought he was so awesome. So he got kicked off the team. And uh, replacing them is the new crew, who we previewed earlier. Who's on the new crew, Drew? We got Luis Mendoza, the guy who cannot stop. Dozy, okay. Do- Dozy. You got Dwayne Robertson, who is the yeehaw cowboy. Wadesy. We got Julie the Cat Gaffney, who's clearly the best player on this team. You just have to call her the cat. The cat. Yeah. She is clearly the best player on this team. Yeah, not, the, not only the best goalie, the best overall player. Like, if she were in NHL... She was in NHL 94, like this movie is a 94. She would have a 99. You got Ken Wu, who's a figure skater. Yeah. I guess he kind of replaces Tammy. He brings nothing to the table. You got Dean Portman, (laughs) the the, bad boy's favorite guy, Bash Bro. Oh, man. Well, he he has value. And you got the latecomer, Keenan Thompson, who is Tyler something knuckle puck. I don't know what his name is. I think his last name is Tyler. I I can't recall his first name. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. (laughs) I don't know. Call him that. So... Who's better, the new crew or the old crew? So they lost five and they gained five and a half. The, well, the last Keaton was a very late addition. So who's better? Clearly the new crew. Obviously right? the I new mean, crew is better, They have right? actual skills and they can actually play. Well, I, I've got flaws with every one of them. You want me to run down real quick? Go ahead. Give me, give me your scouting I mean, report. The, the, the omitted ducks from the, from the first one are completely useless, so yeah, they're the, fine. They're right? useless. They're gone. That's great. Give me the scouting right. report. So Mendoza, super fast, but he can't stop. So that right there... As we said, like he has some use, but he would he would only get like fourth line play. He couldn't play defense, could he? If he no, can't stop, absolutely not. Yeah, you think he can skate backwards? Hell no. no. <laughs> we didn't even talk about skate backwards. <laughs> he can skate backwards? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. So Dwayne Robertson, who's the cowboy, right? He's with the lasso and all that. Yeah. He is very skilled, especially with the puck handling. But he's a puck hog, right? Yeah. He's a puck hog, and we, he never shoots. All he does is dribble around people. You never see him shoot. Uh, the cat has nothing to do with her personally. She has to get she has to get past the gender bias that obviously Coach Bombay has. Oh, another reason why he's a crappy yeah. coach. So she's the best player on the play, team. Play Goldberg when clearly the cat is the better. Listen, didn't even give her a chance. Do you remember how bad Goldberg was in in Mighty Ducks one? Oh yeah. How much could he have improved Awful. in the time that Bombay blew his knee out? He's so he's so out of shape. It's like you can't be out of shape be goalie. I know it was like a, a kid thing to think, oh, just stick a fat guy in there and the and the, and the net and the, he'll block all the shots. Dude, no. This is the junior no. Goodwill Games. No. Come on, it's yeah. amateur. Have you speaking of him, have you seen him? His picture on IMDb? Yeah, oh yeah, he thinned He's out. He's like real thin. Oh yeah, he thinned it's out. It's crazy. Oh, I, I'll tell you what's in store for some of these uh actors later at the end. Oh, I, you got <laughs> I do have a where are they now type type thing going on here for some of these actors. I'm excited for that one. So then we got Ken Wu, who's a figure skater. Who has zero skills? First of all, he's like four foot nothing, right? But that's good because you can skate between people's legs. Yeah, but he's he's a little punk. He's got nothing going for him. 
all he does is the little twirly d twirly do thing. It's he's basically the Tammy. He's Tammy part two. He's right? still better than Averman though, like, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. 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 <laughs> no. I'll get into Averman later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dean Portman, who has a lot of use. The you gotta have a goon. You have to, especially coming up against Ice. They got two goons though now. Oh yeah, but at least Fol- at least Fulton has a shot. Dean Portman's never shot the puck. The brothers bash. The brothers bash are back. The brothers bash. <laughs> So what I wanted to ask about Dean Portman is they always show him with his headphones on. What's he listening to with his headphones? Dude, he's listening. I don't know. I'm going to offend everybody right now, but he's probably... <laughs> is he listening to Puddle of Mud? Listening to Stained? Is he listening to Stained? I mean, I'd like to say that he'd be limp- listening to Limp Biscuit. Yeah. A- actually, at this time, maybe he is. Well, a little early for Limp Biscuit. What's uh, It's 94, so it's yeah. early. Well, Stain doesn't exist either. Dude, he's he's probably maybe listening to like Green Day. Is he, is he more like, is he on the Pantera... Cl- clip no, or is he more like alternative no, pantera is like, too is, good or is he listening him. to like offspring you know i don't even like i feel like those bands are too good for him yeah. to listen to. well that's what i thought i thought he'd be listening to something heavy like megadeth or, or metallica something like that but on the one scene in the montage at night whether where he's rooming with fulton okay they go to bed and they put their nighttime music on and it's supposed to be heavy metal but it's a shitty cover of you ain't seen nothing yet you know that stuttering song <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's not a that's not a heavy metal song, and they're like rocking out to it like it's headbanging. That was so a he's really a he's a freaking scene. poser. This Dean Portman, he's a poser, poser, a poser, poser. <laughs> he is, he is. But they got a good relationship going. They're yeah, the, the brothers of Bash. They're the clearly Bash brothers. a good duo, and it's one of the best things they have going for them on the team. Um, and uh, uh we also talk about Tyler, the knuckle puck. Uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler, of course, is Keenan Thompson and one of his best roles. Is the knuckle puck a real thing? It's been highly contested and highly debated. Listen, as Physically, a teenager growing up, yeah. I tested this many times. Yes, I'm sure against, everyone did in their backyard. Against the garage door at my parents' house, <laughs> <laughs> which my dad still does not. The dents are there to this day. Of, of to this day. As a adult now, I could see why he would be mad about that. <laughs> but at the time, that was all we had for a goal. So, yeah. you know, many knuckle pucks. Hit my aluminum garage door <laughs> growing up. But did it knuckle? No, not not any way near. And it's like, it, it's not even going to work. Like, it's going to go straight up, actually, because <laughs> you're scooping See, it. See, I'm not a hockey guy. I haven't really, I don't think I've ever really slap shot at a shot in my life. So I don't know how hockey really works as far as physically doing it. I mean, Keenan kind of says it. He's like, it's very unpredictable. But, but yeah. when it's good, it's good. See, I think Fulton shot's better. Well, at he's the got end, the laser shot. Yeah, at the end of the game, they try to get... Keenan, the, the knuckle puck action going to tie the game up, but I'm, they should just give it to Fulton. The guy stopped Fulton one time, but the guy, like, he had, remember, he had the big, like, bruise in his hand yeah. for catching it. it. It hit, did you notice it didn't even hit his hand? It hit the, the yeah, it hit the, like, the netting. Yeah, yeah, bad editing there, editing guy. Remember, he couldn't skate too? That was his thing. He couldn't yeah. skate last year. Oh, yeah. So, so they, he, he learned. just had to stand still. No, he definitely learned. No, let he, me he ask. Was, you. He was out there rollerblading. <laughs> it's, the same, it's exactly the yeah, same. Yeah. Let me ask you: Are is this team better off or worse than the '93 Ducks? Yeah, they're definitely better with, with the additions. But my my uh, my concern with this team is is that they shouldn't even have been in it. Oh, absolutely! It should have been the Hawks that should have been picked, and Coach Riley should be in this movie, right? Yeah, Riley, unless he quit coaching because he was so embarrassed that they lost to these yeah. amateurs. Can I can I give you a history lesson on the Hawks, right? Please. So, since back in the 70s when Bombay was a little tyke and he missed the triple deke, right? And he hit the post. The Hawks have had exactly two losses in almost three decades. 30 years. Yes. Almost three decades. It was like from 72 to 92 or whatever. 
The one loss was when Bombay hit the post, right? That was back in the 70s. And their next loss was that last game, that championship game, where the Ducks got lucky. And somehow, by through a miracle on ice, more of a miracle than the U.S. versus Russia. (laughs) (laughs) That's up there. In the 1984 Olympics, it was 84, right? Or was it 80? Whatever it was. The Do You Believe in Miracles, Al Michaels thing. That was their only two losses. How are the Hawks not in the Junior Goodwill games every single year with Coach Riley, who's clearly a big game coacher? Coach Riley, I, I like to think that he quit and moved to like <laughs> work on an oil rig or something because he was so devastated by yeah. the loss. And he is a Texan, isn't he? I think he was like he had the Texan accent. Yeah, he kind of he kind of did. We but, we questioned yeah. why the hell he was even living in Minnesota with a Texas accent yeah. anyway. But that's where the talent was, Drew. I like to that's think where the talent yeah, was. That's true. He's drawn to the There's talent. More talent in Minnesota than Texas. He's drawn. It's like football yeah. in Texas. You yep. know what I mean? I like to think that he was so embarrassed by the loss that he just went out to civilization somewhere. He yeah, just we, moved to nowhere. He's living in a cabin in the woods. You want you want to know what I think? What do you? I'm think? gonna go dark here, but. He kind of had a Sandusky vibe to me. Oh man, that whole that whole movie he had oh, a Sandusky you're going vibe. There? Yeah, <laughs> maybe he got arrested. Yeah, so that maybe maybe he might have got arrested. They they lost it. Enough was enough. I'm gonna tell you. I think they are better than the '93 Ducks, and for uh-huh. the reason specifically, they got actual talent from the yeah. rest of the country, right? Not these amateurs. Uh, and, and and another um another bash I have on the Ducks is they weren't even practicing in the off season. No, they weren't. Like Bombay found out. They found them. He like, got the duck they got the They got the, the duck alarm. Yeah, he told Charlie. Charlie gathered the troops. None of them were practicing. Averman was working in a movie theater. Fulton was... What was Fulton doing? Chasing out the Hawks. Because out the, the Hawks. Hawks were trying to pull pranks. Yeah. Gee and Connie were... Making out with the Making ducks. out with each other. They didn't care about hockey, which is fine. But they weren't practicing. Do you think the Hawks were practicing? Absolutely. Hell yes, they're practicing in the summer. Absolutely. They, they should have been this team. Yeah. That's who they should have been. So let's move on. Who are the New Hawks? The New Hawks are Iceland. 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 The, the land of ice. Yeah. Expertly coached and expertly trained by one wolf, the dentist, Stanson. I got, I got issues with this now. So we were introduced to Wolf, wolf the dentist, Stanson. He's called the dentist because he... Because he put, knocked people's teeth out? Is that he, why? He was, he was like a goon yeah. in the actual NHL. He made it to the yeah. NHL. And he punched his coach out. That's how he got kicked out of the league. He did. Yeah. Which and I can see the guy I think he got that. deported or something like that. Yeah, he got deported. <laughs> no. So if this guy is such a goon, how is a goon teaching young hockey players how to play skillfully? That's my question. I, yeah, that's true. Okay. But he's not because he's teaching them to be tough. And that's what they yeah. do. All they do is interference penalties they the do, whole time. They, they do interfere all the time. They all don't they get do is for it. hit people, they crush people, they flip them over. They're not even yeah. anywhere near the puck. It's all interference. So it's by design, I guess. Maybe he did some scouting on, on the Goodwill games, and he noticed that these refs don't call interference penalties. Yeah. So oh. he teaches interference. That, that's what I'm saying. Let me yeah. tell you. Bombay's too busy signing endorsement deals, Yeah. You know, going out for ice cream. This guy, he's watching the tapes. He doesn't have time for ice cream. He's watching the tapes. He scout. He probably, you know what? He probably scouted these guys the second he knew. He went back and watched these tapes of the Mighty Ducks beating, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, the Hawks, thinking psh, psh, psh. he he pshed them. That's what he did because he's like, oh my god, these guys are amateurs. But I want to ask you, why Iceland? What what do you got? What do they got against Iceland? Because why isn't it like Russia? Because why isn't it Russia. It's because the Cold War had had recently ended, right? 
Well, I so, mean, it's still there was still animosity though. Yeah, but you like you don't want to teach the kids to hate on Russia because we're going like we're end, we ended the conflict. But so, weren't all those Seagal movies and all these other action movies where they, they were like against the Russians? In but the that 90s. was before '94, though. That was early. That was eight, late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, I don't know. Because just, they're, they're trying to get away from that stereotype of the Russians are the bad guys, so you have to pick a new foreign land to be the bad guys for. And it's not a it's not an indictment on the entire country. But I, I think that this guy himself is one of my favorite villains oh, yeah. of all the movies. I mean, we haven't busted out the villain scale in a long time here on this right. show. Yeah. But I think he's he's up at the top, man. On looks alone, he looks like a cold-blooded murderer. So, Dude, he's wearing a black suit with a black shirt with black everything. <laughs> and he's got the slick back hair. Oh, it's all about the hair. He, yeah. he doesn't have a ponytail, unfortunately. I wish he did <laughs> he have, a have a ponytail. should have a ponytail. That's clearly, you know, the casting department and the costume designers and everybody, they missed out. I mean, all they needed was a clip-on. Yeah. They could have got one. That's the one thing, the one complaint I have about this guy's look. He really would have been even more badass if he had a wet, dripping ponytail. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, it's I'm literally dripping. Like, like, like a wrestler. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. there's dripping going down the back of his shirt. Like, his yeah. shirt's wet. Yeah, like from, Razor Ramon. That's what I'm saying. He's got the wet hair, the yeah. wet ponytail. The wetter, the better. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Where does this guy rank? Does he rank better or, or worse than Riley? I say he's better. Well, I, I have Riley higher just because of my Sandusky vibes I'm getting from him. <laughs> but that, that's that alone. Right. Yeah, so this guy will just—he will literally fight the kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he'll punch the kid in the face. Like as you said before, he could be like in an action movie villain role, and I would totally believe it. So let's jump into the tournament real quick. I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. We can quickly talk about it, but they're the team to beat. Iceland is the team to beat, even though the Ducks come in. I'm going to call them the Ducks because they believe that they're the Ducks. Yeah, and they're right. upset that they can't yeah. be the Ducks, which team is USA. ridiculous. Yeah, but they're clearly Iceland is the team to beat. Ducks think they're the team to beat. Yeah. Ducks are showboating, playing all over the place. Oh, yeah, fancy. Iceland's all business, man. You they show up at the press yeah. conference. Hey, but you, you, and I love that move, the showing up at the press conference move. It's, it's not used that often, is I, it? I feel like it should be used in everyday life. So it's kind of like in real life, say, after a football game, say, uh, Coach Kubiak, the Broncos, they just won the Super yeah. Bowl, right? So say, say they win a game against uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. So Kobe Kubiak's talking about talking to the reporters about the game. Then out of out of left field, out of the door, Belichick busts in. Coach Belichick of the Patriots busts in and starts taunting Kubiak because they're playing them next week. Why doesn't this happen? You talk about drawing money. They could turn football into a pay per view event. Listen, it's if a they total, do this sort of thing. Wouldn't life be better if it was more like wrestling? Yes. Just in general. Yeah. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to like showboat. You're not allowed to. Trash talk. The only the only thing you're allowed to do with it is like boxing and, and uh, MMA fighting because it's a machismo type thing. And there's yeah. actual it's a one on one matchup. There's no cutting of promos no. in real life, unfortunately. Why, why can't this be a why can't this be a team thing? You know how much how the stakes would be raised so much higher as they were in this game here. The stakes were raised because there was clearly some animosity going on here. And and the Ducks and USA whatever they showed up like they were the team to beat. Like we said, they go in, they start playing some games. They beat, who do they beat? Trinidad and Tobago? Trinidad and Tobago. Our good friend Hardik's team. Yeah. It's, now, we have to ask Hardik. Do they have hockey in, in, in Trinidad? TNT? Do they have, in TNT? Do they have ice know. in Trinidad? 
I dude, they had. I'll tell you what they did have. Yeah. They had tie dye jerseys. They did have tie dye jerseys. Racist man. And they were playing the. They were playing the drums there. Yeah, they were. <laughs> it was like it was ridiculous. A little bit of stereotypical there, but I don't think they have ice there in Trinidad. Do they? Do they? I, that would explain why they lost ninety two yeah, in that game. Clearly, weren't ready to play, <laughs> then, but they were just happy to be there. A, <laughs> they scored and they were celebrating. It's they were honestly, happy to be there. I'm surprised that Disney didn't go with the Cool Runnings version of yeah. this movie and just follow the TNT team because. <laughs> I'd like to see a movie about that. Yeah. It's like a cool runnings version of it. That would be perfect. In the next game, they wind up just completely destroying Italy. Oh, it was What nasty. was the score? It was 11 to nothing. And there was some score running upage on this team now, too. Now, listen, doesn't, isn't that kind of a jerk thing to do? They're acting like well, we're supposed to feel bad for them when they get their ass kicked by Iceland. Yeah. Well, it's again, when there's kids who aren't coached properly, they're just going to run the score up and they're going to keep late hitting the, the bad teams, they're out Icelanding Iceland right now and running up the score and bashing the lower squads. Yeah. and they, what the Hawks do. And they get their ass handed to them the next game oh, by yeah. Iceland, oh, 12 yeah. to 1. So they get their ass kicked. Yes. And this Hendricks hockey guy, Tipper, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Tibble. <laughs> Tibble. He comes in and he just reams out Bombay and says, we don't want a loser. You want a winner. It's like, what, buddy, you shouldn't have hitched your wagon to this yeah, guy. Like, he, he doesn't sound very intimidating, does he? He's kind of a weasel. He's like, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. You're going to lose your job. It's like, you know what, buddy? Maybe you should lose your job because you wound up giving this dude who's a, like a drunkard. Yeah. You're the face of your brand. Yeah. You gave him a cardboard standup, <laughs> which, you know, may or may not be available on the goldencloset.com. Yeah. We got to find out. It's it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do this? This guy should be fired. Yeah. And you know what? He's a terrible marketing man. He's a terrible marketing guy. But I digress. They get their ass kicked 12 to 1. He goes off on the kids, as you heard in the beginning of this Yeah, we this, talk about show. it. He goes off. He throws them under the bus. The kids are down and out. They don't know what to do. What happens next? So in the stands, while all this was going on, the, the madness of the movie, we have Keenan out there. Just trash talking. Talking shit to his own team. Talking shit to his own countrymen, right? I can do better than you. I'm better than you. This and that. Watch you beat me on the streets. We'll play some real puck. So was he was he more more annoying back then, or is he more annoying to you right now on on SNL? (laughs) I actually think he's not so bad on SNL lately. I'm just I'm just messing. Actually, he's not so bad, but totally annoying in this movie. Back when I was a kid, he was annoying, and now he's annoying. Um, Gets them on the streets against his his buddies. Play some street hockey. I know this, there's a street hockey montage where they basically get their groove back, right? You got to get your groove back. So they're playing the street tough kids. They teach the kids some toughness. Um, they teach them. They basically taught them all the things that Bombay didn't teach them, right? They were actually coaching them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have been getting paid. Right. Now, do you think there was like a little bit deep down, those kids were like, we should have been out there. Of course. These guys suck. They're amateurs. Of course. We should be out here. We're teaching these right. guys. But there's one that stands above the rest and it's and it's Tyler. It's Keenan and his knuckle puck because he has like it's it's like the it's like the knuckleballer. It's like the guy with, with the nasty slider. It's like you bring him in to do one job. He's basically a smaller Fulton, if you will. Because Charlie pulls a Doug Peterson and he's yeah. a coach on the coach on the ice. You know, he's yeah. the backup quarterback coach in the team. Right. So they get their groove back. They go on to play Germany. Bombay's out drunk. Obviously, they win it on their own. Bombay comes back, apologizes with a fake apology. Believe him. He apologizes. Win the game. Up next, 
is the grand finale. Iceland again, this time it's for the title. Last game of the season. But before that, we have Bombay v. The Dentist. One-on-one in a game of three-bar in practice. that was awesome. And I'm going to tell you that The Dentist would have just wiped the ice with this guy's ass. Oh, I'm sorry. He's lucky he left with all of his teeth intact. That's what I'm saying. Bombay... I'm taking the opposite stance on this than probably anyone would think, but the dude, the dentist, yeah. he would have killed him. Well, no. I think he would have. I disagree. The dentist is better than him. No, he's not. Down. He's a he goon. Is. He doesn't have any goals. He can, He was in the NHL. He can play. No, he can't. Bombay is a, is, is, is a, he's a loser. <laughs> look, like, like Bombay is, I'm, is better than like Ty Domi. Like, <laughs> even though Ty <laughs> Domi was in the <laughs> NHL. You know, he's better than, like, like the Ty Dobies, the Donald Brashears of the, the world. The all Dino right? Cicerelli? Yeah. That's a, that's a, <laughs> he's better than Carcillo, all right? Dan, Ty Domi is a good one there. <laughs> so, in a, and especially in a one-on-one situation, Bobby is clearly going to blow by him, and he did. He beat the shit out of him. Going in for goal number three, got the slash from behind, hit the bad knee. Again, the electric guitar going off. <laughs> going off as he's like... Slow motion, like yeah, 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 <laughs> like Metal Gear when you die. It's so, like, but and that was necessary for the Ducks to have the edge to win to win the final game because you needed that little bit of you needed. They basically needed to wake Bombay up, and they kind of woke him up, even though he still didn't really coach him all that well in the final game. So, uh, what do you say about the final game? Obviously, we all know what happens. I mean, it was one of the most violent games of hockey I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, poorly officiated. Interference, like we said. Iceland is the kings of interference. It's more, more violent than a Flyers-Penguins yeah. playoff game. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. Penalties all over the place. A couple of things I want to say. Again, yeah. shitty coaching. Oh, yeah. They were showboating all over the place. Yeah. They're, they pull a flying V, which is <laughs> the, honestly is an amateur move. It's like when I was watching it, I kind of forgot that they were going to blow it up. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all you need to do is check the guy in the middle and yep. you have a five on nothing breakaway. Yeah. And they did. They had and a five was, on nothing breakaway. It, <laughs> it happened. I was like, I was like, man, why don't they just yeah. check? And then it happened. Honestly, I forgot that it happened. The other thing was the penalty at the end. The Bash Brothers just went nuts yeah. and started bashing everybody. Yeah. Then Wu, Wu got the penalty. Then the Bash Brothers got the penalty. And it was cl- like the Wu penalty was one thing because he was trash talked. He was kind of goaded into it. Yeah. But. The Bash Brothers penalty, they were just knocking the bench's heads off. They were like like knocking the heads, right? Yeah. So when you have three in a row penalties for for fighting or roughness or whatever, see, see Wu would have had a five-minute major, right? Absolutely. And then the Bash Brothers each had two for roughing. So that's seven minute of penalties. That that's a five on three for four minutes for no wait. That's a five on three for five minutes. <laughs> They would have absolutely And then a five won. on four for another two. They were, <laughs> seven minutes. They were already down by two. Remember, they were down by two. It was the second period. And they scored two to tie it up in, in the third and eventually win in the shootout. So that game would have been over with, with five minutes of five on three. How many goals would they have scored? They were already dominating the game. Oh, my God. They would have got their ass kicked. But I digress. We're not talking realism. I digress. I, the other thing I want to say, too, is, again, bad coaching. Yeah. Julie the Cat. Put her in, man. Yeah. He puts her in cold in a shootout. It's clearly she should have yeah. been playing this entire tournament. Goldberg is the worst. Yeah. Somehow he was competent. Bombay, do the right thing. <laughs> Put her in, man. She's clearly the best player on the team. She's yeah. good. Yeah. And it, it it takes the uh it takes the high school coach in the third one for anybody to come to the senses and realize that she's better than Goldberg. 
So I, I like I'm looking down at the notes and it just says flying V sucks. <laughs> <laughs> such haters, man. Yeah. We're gonna get so much hate on this one. So yeah, he, he tells the cat to go out there and he says, Listen, I know this guy. Gunnar Stahl, which is a total hockey name, by is the he way. Eric Eric and uh Jordan's <laughs> brother. His it's either their uncle or, or Eric and or his nephew. Uncle. Yeah, I guess uncle. It's at uncle this point. based on the years. But he's like, Oh, he's gonna do a triple deke and he's gonna fire glove side. Wrong, Bombay. He <laughs> didn't triple deke wrong. at all. He just basically stopped and fired a laser that luckily she caught because she's good and she like didn't need his advice. How mad was she sitting on the bench? Like, <laughs> you know, when the backup quarterback or the backup goalie thinks yeah. like, oh my God, I'm so much better than this joker. Yeah. Well, she deserved to be in. It's like Tom Brady. When Tom Brady was sitting on the bench, even when he was young and he saw Drew, Blee's, Drew, Drew Bledsoe out there just completely screwing shit up. He's like, I can do better than this guy. And then history obviously it writes itself the fact that it came down to a shootout was another funny thing i thought and it was like yeah. the announcer so this is back in 94 it's like the announcer's like oh man a shootout what a way to end the game <laughs> and it's like no that's a terrible yeah. way to end the game like that's not indicative of who's a better team and, and we'd be remiss to the, the 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 biggest two violations possibly first they come out in the third period that the ducks uniforms right yeah that's and they, the announcer made it a point to say, oh, well, there's no rule that says you can't do this. Like, yes, there is. There has to be a rule. The, the rule is the America. Yeah. That's there, the rule. Team, if I'm sitting at home, I'm watching the Goodwill Games, I'm rooting for Team USA. When the Ducks come out, I'm like, who the hell are the Ducks? I don't I don't live in Minnesota. I don't know who the Ducks are. All Could right? you imagine how mad just America would yeah. be if they decided to take over the team? I thought this was America. This is not Minnesota versus Iceland. <laughs> it's the USA versus... Julie the cat has no idea what the ducks are. Yeah. Neither does the cowboy. Neither does Wu. They probably think this is lame. Yeah, what is this? And the second, and this is very highly illegal, which ties the game highly up, <laughs> was when they put Keenan and goalie in Goldberg's uniform. Yeah, that's definitely illegal. And had him skate out. So it's the right player, the wrong play. It's like, all right, it's like with the 49ers, they have Jerry Rice, right? And he's gonna get triple teamed, right? He puts on so on the sidelines. He puts down some scrub jersey on, and nobody knows it's Jerry Rice. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, we're gonna just put a single, single, single the one guy. That's Taylor over there. He don't, we don't care about Taylor. He's got Taylor's jersey on. Then he streaks down the sideline and burns his corner. That's like the same idea. You can't do that. Otherwise, Bill Belichick will be doing it every single week with with freaking Gronkowski or whoever the hell. Oh my god, it's true. It is true. Somehow they they win this game again. They they yeah. luck into winning this. They game. They lucked into it, just like the Hawks. They luck. Iceland, Iceland, man. I don't, I don't know what happened, but uh, they lose the game, and the dentist goes on a tirade. He t- <laughs> he tells the other guy like, "You lost this for me," and then Gunnar Stahl so expertly was like, "You lost it for yourself." Yeah. He Gun- says it in that awesome voice. Gunnar Stahl knows he's going pro, and he he's. He's already, he's already got a spot lined up. He's going pro immediately after this because he's got to be 18. Like, these these guys were 18-year-olds going up against 13-year-olds, like, right? Dude, they were like 30 years oh, old. Oh, they're so old. They're like 30 years old, 6'4", 230 pounds, <laughs> yeah. easily. But, uh, yeah, they win the game, and it's like, yeah. celebrate, you know, we are the champions. Movie over. Yeah. So do you think that there's an alternate, alternate timeline here? Yeah. Or an alternate universe where USA is actually the villains. Like if you're yeah. Iceland, if you're an Icelandic person right. watching this in Iceland, yeah. are you watching this like, man, USA is a bunch of jerks here. It's it's as simple as that. Like, oh, they're a bunch of showboat jerks. There is definitely the way they, they manhandled Trinidad and Tobago and Italy. I mean, it's clear that they're either running up the score. They are 
getting penalties. They're hurting players. And they're talking trash. So who's the bad guy here, right? They got a lot of things there, in common. There is another movie where the Mighty Ducks are the villains. And it's like, like you said, if, uh, if this were based out of Iceland and, and the, the coach that's trying to come back and rise from his mistakes is actually the dentist. He's trying to come back from his goodish behavior and do a good thing. And maybe, maybe we don't understand. Maybe he sounds sarcastic, but maybe it's like lost in translation because he's not really doing his English all that well. So maybe it seems like he's being very evil and sinister, <laughs> yeah, right? Is. But it's just, it's just, a, it's, he's not very good at speaking English right now. He's so, actually saying really nice yeah, things. He's, he's actually getting it twisted up. And then after he leaves, after like talking with Bombay, we see him in the movie, yeah. the, 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 the hot, the hot uh, blonde girl next to him. The trainer. Like they're walking away and she's like, you were very mean to that man. And he was like, I was really? like, he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't like, know any better. I didn't know. Yeah. I was trying to encourage him. Right. Exactly. You know? Like, oh, well, sportsmanship. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, how how did this guy, this actor, the guy who actually plays the dentist, yeah. get away with not starring as the main bad guy in a Steven Seagal movie? <laughs> like, even now. Yeah. I mean, even now. Well, Seagal's still making movies. Well, he could put the black on, get all the black. He's Actually, he couldn't because he's stolen Seagal's outfit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Seagal wouldn't let him. It's like uh, he spat it down. You're wearing all black. Change yourself for me. <laughs> yeah, make yourself look yeah. different from me. Yeah. Um, no, but I looked at his IMDb page, and um, I've never, I haven't seen almost any of the movies that he's in. He's in a, he has a lot of roles, but I'm sure he's a super villain in a lot of them. I know he's in The Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Uh, he's he's like one of the Nazis, I there think. There you go. There I you haven't go. watched the whole series. There I watched you a go. few episodes. You can but... play a Nazi. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he can do the role you wish him to do. You know, he's like the guy Jimmy from Roadhouse. Yeah. I feel like he's just born to play a bad guy. <laughs> and he is awesome. Yeah. Marshall Teague. Oh, yeah. Marshall Teague. Shout out Marshall Teague. Marshall Teague, fr- our friend on Twitter. Yeah. Love Marshall Teague. So uh, speaking of IMDb pages, as we wrap this up, because we've been going on, um, I actually have um, some very nice tidbits of information about where are they now, um, as our goal is to talk about Entourage in every single episode since we did the episode, <laughs> since right? Since we said we wouldn't. What I found is almost every single kid in this movie who grew up, and they all went on to try to become successful actors, most failed, and they all have Johnny Drama-esque roles, as in like as um, like he's a dead body and, and, uh, and, and Law and Order. <laughs> Like, he would always brag about, yeah, when I was a dead body in Law and Order, or in my three-episode arc in Pacific Blue, like, all these kids have these types like, of roles on like, their on their resumes. Psychotic ballet instructor <laughs> yeah. or something? Like, mental ballet instructor? So, what I have for you is a quick list of each character and their Johnny Drama role. Oh, man. Are you ready? You, I don't know the actor's name, so you're gonna have to tell me what character oh, of they course. are, too. Alright, so, so Keenan, Keenan Thompson, uh, Joshua Jackson... Obviously, had have good careers. Yeah. Uh, even uh, Connie Moreau, her name's Margaret. She's in a lot of uh, TV shows. Yeah. And uh, Gunnar Stahl, actually. <laughs> His name is Scott White with a Y. White. <laughs> yeah. White. Uh, he does a lot of voice acting. So, Scott White. So he turned in a nice career, too. But Guy Germain, right? The guy who was making out with Connie? Yes. He um, was teenager at accident in, Mel- in Melrose Place. Melrose Place is such a Johnny Drama role. Well, he was a, he, he, he had was. a three episode arc in Melrose. Yeah. yeah, Fulton Reed was fingerless guy in an episode of ER. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's actually in some stuff now. He's I think in he's Daredevil. In, yeah, he's in um he's in Daredevil. He's uh, Foggy Mocking Nelson. J. What do you call it? Yeah, the uh, freaking not Divergent. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah, not Insurgent. Yeah. Divergent or uh, whatever. Gent. Yeah, whatever. Urgent. <laughs> One of those gents. Goldberg. 
Uh, he's been on a couple bit roles, but he was bus driver in Drillbit Taylor. Bus driver? <laughs> Drillbit Taylor. With uh, oh Owen Wilson. Oh, gosh. Uh, Averman was butler in Argo. He was the butler? Academy Award winning actor. Averman. <laughs> he, was, he was butler. Oh, man. Jesse Hall was boy number two in an episode of Martin. Martin? <laughs> That's awesome. Banksy, out of Banks, was bank robber in the superhero movie, which was, a, superhero spoof, movie? was a spoof movie. Oh, oh It's okay. called the superhero movie. Julie the Cat was, you're going to love this, prostitute in The Living Wake. Yeah, was that on uh, Amazon? <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Prime, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dean Portman was jock number one in the movie Trojan War. That fits. Trojan War Starring Jennifer Love Hewitt and one of your and my personal favorites, Mr. Eric Matthews. Are you kidding me? Will Friedle. Will Friedle. Oh, Actually, awesome. I remember that movie. I, I I remember it and I don't remember anything about it. I just remember seeing it. Uh, and uh, Cowboy Dwayne. This this was the funniest one. Played quote living portrait in Wild Wild West, the Will Smith movie. <laughs> So he was a guy like striking a pose like he was like a mime. That's all he was for a split second. Dude. Living portrait. I feel bad. You know, it's like it's like he, he's a better actor than that. Yeah. Like he wasn't the worst actor. Yeah, he's pretty movie. bad. He's pretty bad. I, like, I don't know. Yeehaw. I, he couldn't even say yeehaw right. He needs to take lessons from Jerry yeah. Jones. I think that one. That's probably my favorite one. Or fingerless boy, fingerless guy in ER. Fingerless guy. <laughs> That's Fulton Reed for you. He comes in with a fingerless. Oh my god! And that wraps it up. Should we? Should we get out of here? I think we should. And yeah. and you know, I know that we are a little bit negative today. Not negative. We're not just, negative for the movie. You know we what? love the movie. We're keeping it real. Let's just say we're keeping it real. Bombay's not a good coach. Feel free to disagree with us. Yeah, if you disagree, please feel free to hit us up. If you disagree with us, hit us up, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, or write to us on Twitter. We're really active on Twitter, at thelastrowpod. You want to come chat with us? Tell us why you disagree with us. Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook. And lastly but not least, if you did enjoy the show, I hope you did, leave us a review on iTunes. We'd very much appreciate that. So with that, we'll see you guys next week. So you're a fan of fingerless, fingerless, guy. fingerless boy, fingerless guy on ER. Is yeah, my I always love the ones with numbers, so like boy number two, oh, yeah, or dead jock, body number six, jock number.